I'm Mirella. Hello, I'm Zoe. Welcome to the Critical Obsession podcast. Our latest obsession has been a tabiel called Dangerous Romance. The episodes are free to watch on YouTube. There will be spoilers, so you should definitely go and watch the series before listening to us fangirl about it. A little disclaimer, this will contain our personal opinions, random thoughts and theories. There will be cursing and also be aware that some of the topics may be adult in nature and alcohol may be involved. Our laughter will be painful to listen to, but bear with us. We just watched the latest episode of Dangerous Romance and we want to talk about it. If you're still here after all this, join us on our downward spiral into our obsessions. Part one. Yep, part one, episode eight. Do you want to go first? <laughs> so far, it's full of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I've, like, re- literally written down, I can't trust him at all. I mean, like, for one second, he's like, oh, you can totally trust me. And then he's like, so how much do you think that's worth? It's like, oh, my God. Like, seriously, he just he just checks out everything in the house and, I guess, uh, makes lists of things that he can take out or something. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? I know, right? <laughs> like, he was like this from the beginning. I, I mean, he doesn't like rich people. He doesn't trust them. He, like, he dislikes Kang because he thinks he's a spoiled rich kid. And we saw this in earlier episodes that he doesn't really yeah. have good opinions on. Well, and of course, obviously, he caused problem in this episode too, didn't he? Because, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, like, okay, let's go back to the beginning of this part. Like, Kang going 0 to 100 <laughs> again with his of whole, course. like, let's sleep together. <laughs> um, And I love he's like, I promise not to do anything inappropriate. I'm, like, literally written down, I'm concerned about what he thinks. What he's he does is inappropriate. <laughs> like, where, where, where does inappropriate begin for him? <laughs> I heard Fanja, Fanja, and I'm like, oh, okay. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little thing. Yeah. And it was so funny. He really was watching him sleep like a little, like, like a creep. Just like, like, yeah, and I love how, like, Salom's like, why are you watching me, you psycho? <laughs> because like that was totally my reaction to the photo when we saw the photo come out as well I was like he's such a little psycho he's so hilarious what a weirdo (laughs) so an interesting thing is that apparently I guess the idea is that Salom already liked him when Kang was bullying him yes because he said that's right I love that they're talking about stuff like I mean, yeah. I wish we were getting to see more of it, but I love that they were talking. Clearly, they're talking. And I love So they're that- acknowledging that Salom actually really had a crush on him since he was a little child and received that umbrella, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll get to that part later. I mean, because he's obviously said something along the lines of that he's liked him for a long time because, yeah, he basically said that during the kiss, it was a mixture of love and hate. Um, yeah. And I love that Kang brought up the kiss. Like, because I feel like it's kind of probably needed to be addressed. Whether it was addressed quite the way I would have liked it to be, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do like that they're talking about stuff. And right? the thing of, can I hug you? Uh, can I hug you? And like, uh, <laughs> so long being, this sounds, this sounds familiar because he, oh, and he was like, well, I'll ask you until we, we graduate. Do you want me to ask you until we graduate? Do you remember the last time this happened? Something similar happened? 
know? Because he asked him, like, before that first kiss um, that they just talked about, can ask him, will you do this or do you want me to bully you until you graduate? Oh, did he know said, Ah, Yeah. And that's why Salam was like, okay, this sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and, then hugs. and I mean, like, Kang was so earnest in this in this scene. I just, I, yeah, I loved it. They're so cute. They're so cute here. True. Um, and then, of course, we get the next morning. <laughs> and I'm like, why was Kang being so chaotic? Like, literally just go in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like try and hide behind the bed and then in the behind the curtain like what is wrong with him it's so hilarious but of, course, of course they have obstacles now because it would be just too easy now so far is there to stand in their way i know right <laughs> it's so fucking funny i'm just like oh god and then the two groups sitting together without them is hilarious. I was just like, why are they sitting together? I love how Pim came over and was like, why are you guys together? No, it's just it's because Kang and Salam made us and they're not even there. I know, right? Like, you clearly want to sit together, otherwise you just wouldn't. And then the, the two who are, like, going to fight or whatever, and now they're feeding each other. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like Max was just, like, to auto, to auto like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> hilarious. They're hilarious. But I love, I love how they all sat at the table, even been far. Yeah, I thought that's really cute. Oh, there's this little friendship group happening outside of them, and it's it's like what we were talking about in the um <clears throat> in the last podcast, I think, where you said you hope that they sort of intervene um, if there's problems in the future, and I feel like they probably will because they've got this own little like group of their own now. If the other two are acting like idiots, they're going to be like, oh god, we're going to have to fix it. <laughs> I really hope so because I like how they. They influence, they change things outside of their bubble as well. They change yeah. the relationships of other people as well. This is really mm-hmm. nice. Like yeah, it. and it's a positive change too, not a negative one. Exactly. So that's really cool. Yes. Okay. It was so cute. That whole bit was so cute. And then when he was late and I was just like, he's going to have a reason. There's no way he would be late with a reason. And yeah, then- I mean... Something happened with him with his phone as well. I mean, he would yeah. have had his phone at this turned on. Yeah, and that's right. And then you've got Safai who is just meddling basically because yeah. I think in because it looked to me anyway at least that uh, Salom was concerned before Safai yeah. started talking. Then he got angry. And, oh, my God, like, Kang, Kang is not – this is not a I just kept playing and, like, lost track of time, whatever kind of moment – because mm-hmm. look how devastated he looked when he saw that Salon was, like, up waiting for him. Like, he probably hoped he'd gone to bed or something, you know. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe somebody got hurt or something. And I don't know. I guess we'll find out eventually, per- per- perhaps. Yeah, but something yeah. did not even let him speak. I was so angry at Salon. I'm just like, let the boy speak. <laughs> like, Yeah, but remember that this is his standards. He's going to hurt people because he, you know, his expectations are great, but at the same time, they can be too much. Yeah. When he judges people the way he judges himself. And I feel like even if Selo, like even if Kang doesn't have a great excuse, like maybe he did lose track of time and his phone was on the bench or like whatever, mm-hmm. like you got to understand. Like I mean, as you said, Selom is holding him to a, a standard all of his own. Yeah. 
But it's like, this is a boy who's had no one expect anything from him, put no demands on him whatsoever. Like suddenly there's all these demands, like you, you've got these things you, that you're going to put on him. And for the most part, he's like totally, doing a great job. he's doing, yeah, a great job. And it's yeah. like, this is some stuff. Come on. Yeah. Like this is something he loves doing. You know what I mean? But I feel like he loves spending time with Salom too, which is what I don't think he would have been late on purpose, even though it was for, like, even though it was to be tutored. I feel like, like he, he doesn't was... want to disappoint Salom. It's very important for him not to disappoint yeah. So I feel yeah. like it has to have been, you know, there has to have been a reason. So I'm curious to know what that reason was. But as I said, I feel like he would have been. If if um Sophia hadn't have been there, I feel like, I mean, he Should may have gotten angry. Yeah, he. I feel like he may have gotten angry at some point, but I feel like he would have been more concerned when he turned up, sort of thing. Um, so and maybe maybe him let him. Yeah, maybe let him have a a chance to explain. Whereas instead, yeah. he was just like, "You haven't changed." Like because, and that's yeah. that's his brother speaking. Yeah, true. Should we go watch the second part? Yeah, I think so. I'm just like, I, uh, yeah, I want to see the reconciliation. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll meet you back. Part, Part two, two or four. So he took God's advice. Yeah, I, I was funny. I was watching this bit and I was just like, I wouldn't, like, because he felt shit, obviously. Salome, you could tell he felt shit. But I was just like, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like, I literally wrote down, I won't be surprised if Kang stays mad. <laughs> <laughs> which is like now so funny to me but anyway um because like Salon had to like have other people tell him basically that he should should have trusted him and shouldn't be mad sort of thing so I was kind of like a little bit pissed about that but at the same time it it fits the personality doesn't it but at the same time couldn't he have called I mean come on his phone died he could have if yeah. that was there if that was there like can but I guess maybe this just this is just you know. Um, I mean, they guys this... though. That's a girl thing to call and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be late." <laughs> is it though? Is I, it? Don't, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, I get that. Yes, he definitely could have. He definitely could have called. But then at the same time, he probably didn't answer the phone because he wouldn't have had his phone on him, and. I mean, when Salon was ringing him, it would have probably been after they were playing sort of already. But, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know, maybe, maybe they didn't feel think this moment through, really. Like, yeah. But, I mean, if you think thing. about it from this, if you think from this point of view, like earlier on, like when he left him, he was playing, it was like still daylight. So let's yeah. assume, I mean, I don't know how dark, when it gets dark over there, but let's just assume that like it was like five, six o'clock at night, right? So, um he was obviously playing with just like some randoms and then guys like, Oh, come and play with us and the team. And like, maybe, you know, the coach will get impressed or like whatever, which I think is the cutest thing ever. I'm like, Oh my God, Kang and guy bonding. Um, <laughs> and, but like, and, and then if he had then just started playing and the coach, like, it's a bit different. Like if it was just them randomly playing as a group, then at any point he could have said like, oh, hang on, guys, I just need to ring Salom and tell him I'm going to be late. But like if he was already playing with um, the team and everything and the coach like at 8 o'clock or before 8 o'clock when he was meant to be going home, it's not like he can just go, oh, like, I need to make a phone call. Like if he's playing with the coach to impress the coach, like the coach is not going to give them a break to make phone calls. Do you know what I mean? It's a di- So I kind of like – 
if he had, if they had actually explained, if, he, if Salom had given him the chance to explain and he had said something like, you know, by the time I realised we were, we, we were going to be playing till really late and, you know, like I couldn't call because, you know, the coach wasn't giving us any breaks or something, that would make complete sense to me because, you know, I mean, when I know when I used to train for sport and that, if I had said to my coach, um, I just need to make a phone call unless I was like ringing for an ambulance because my limb was hanging off, um, I would have got told no. <laughs> All right. Okay. I accept it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. They didn't, GMM didn't do a very good or whoever didn't do a very good job of kind of explaining that. So, but then at the same time, we didn't actually get the explanation from Kang's point of view because Salom never let him give it. So we're not we're not re- really ever going to know exactly what he was going to say. But Scott is so observant. She's a very interesting character. Yeah, I wish there was more of her. I wish that in that conversation, like she basically, like she's she's she knows she knows she knows. Um, but like, I yeah. would have liked an acknowledgement of the fact that she knows, you know what I mean? Like an actual proper, you know, um, so are you guys dating or something like that kind of conversation <laughs> because mm-hmm. we talk about like this with the person that you confess your feelings to. No, I know, but she's so much inserting herself into their story and into their life that, um, I felt like it would have been nice to have something because at the moment it's kind of weird. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's kind of weird if um, I half expected like when they were talking and, and Kang was playing, you know, like practicing football or whatever to like have him come run up and be like, so what are you guys talking about? Because, <laughs> you know, five minutes ago, she liked his boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought about the- that when I was watching the trailer for this episode. I was like, <laughs> yeah. we're trying to just come up and like, what are we talking? What's happening? Yeah, because Kang is not the chillest person in the world. Like, and even though he knows that, Salom likes him and everything. He's still like, if, you know, girls, guys, whatever. He's just like, what are you talking my about? Dance <laughs> this is, yeah, this is my, my dance partner. Why are you talking to my dance partner? What are you talking about? Um, so at least if there was some sort of acknowledgement from her, I felt like that maybe it would have been a, you know, conversation. Or I would actually like that though, not with, well, not with Salom, with Kang, her and Kang. Yeah. I, I would like a conversation. Yeah. yeah, because of our friends. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll have that in the future. Who knows? Maybe another, and another and a thing. Bit like you know, like this is, their problems. Yeah, she could be like, "This is why we're such good friends because we both like the same things." <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah. and then Safari. Safari is ruining Gumba for me. For example, like like I was when uh, that doctor gave him the spray, I was like, he's going to steal it, isn't he? Like, he's going to hear it. I know, right? It's expensive and he's going to go. reaction. I was just like, how is he going to, like, get away with this? Like, because, you know, the doctor will be like, I gave it to him. (laughs) Yeah. But I had the exact same thing. Oh, my God, Kang's father does not like him. Yeah, it does not like him. Because we haven't really had that reaction from his father to Salom. So it's like... I had this thought while I was watching it. One snake recognizes another. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's very interesting because this superficial thing that Kang was doing with the bullying, like it does come come from somewhere. I mean, is he such a good? Why did we? Why are we assuming that he's a good person? Like, are we assuming that Kang's dad is a good person and does everything? Well- 
I don't I, think we are because we've had multiple right? discussions about and, and like theorizing yeah. about like what if he is actually a bad guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't and know. Do what if the, the money? Podcast, no, we, we didn't talk about, about it. it. This theory <laughs> about what is the money that Salom has to pay ultimately get into Kang's dad's pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just thought it was interesting, like the way he looked at him, and even and then even like Salom's reaction to, oh, not Salom, uh, Sapphire's reaction to it. Now that could just be part of his like rich people suck kind of reaction. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. it was like he knows. He knows the father's secret. What if there is a secret? I don't know. I just was like, wow, okay, Kang's father yeah. doesn't really like him. And yeah, then with when he actually gave grandma the spray, I was like, good for you, Sophia. And That's then when so she nice. gave it back to him, <laughs> I was like, so wow, nice. look at that. He did the right thing and he was rewarded. I love grandma so uh- much, I swear. Yeah, and his expression was interesting when that happened. Like he was, he was not really happy to discover that she's nice. (laughs) But also maybe as well, like I feel like perhaps he's not been in a in a place where, you know, like he's used to doing underhanded things to get things, and in that in that instance, he did the right thing and got something. Mm -hmm. Like for no other reason other than that this yeah. person is a good person a good and person. is considering that his needs. And it's yeah. like maybe he's going about this the wrong way. But, like, I don't feel like he – well, I don't think he's thinking that, but I just feel like maybe he's surprised because he's not used to that. You know, yeah. I feel like he always probably gets off on the wrong foot because he always ultimately assumes that that's the only way he can get something. Does he feel guilty? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his his expression was definitely interesting. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But the thing is, I feel like if he just did his job and took care of her and, you know, like whatever, I feel like grandma's going to take care of him. Yeah. You know, like because she's not dumb. She knows that the, the debt is ultimately his. Like she must know that. And I feel like, you know, she's put these conditions on, you know, Kang's tutoring and Salom and everything. But that was more about because, like, Kang desperately wanted her to come up with a solution basically that Salom would like some that Salom would accept um Mm -hmm. in regards to help paying off the debt and everything and so she's done that but I mean ultimately I feel like if he if Sapphire took care of her looked after her whatever that he would um sorry that she would probably like uh resolve the debt in that way you know when it got to that time rather than you know necessarily having to hold Salom to his his promise or whatever because I feel like she ultimately about just wants this? to help I don't know about them I don't know about this though, but it's undeniable that she is a nice person she wants to take care of them maybe it's just like kind of like adopting them at yeah. this point well that's right I mean I feel like well I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe not maybe not the the absorbing that but I feel like she would yeah take care of them like um yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going to bite the hand that feeds him, that's for sure. I just, I can't, I don't trust him at all, but yeah, no. I wish he would chill mm-hmm. out, man. Anyway. And then we have training, Kang. Oh, my and, God. Uh, oh, no, my depths are my problems thing. Before all of that, oh, yeah, yeah, we have the, yeah, that's right. Well, I loved Kang bonding with Guy, that's the first thing. But then um, I was so mad because Kang forgave him straight away. 
I was like, of course he did. He's just like my precious yeah. boyfriend who can do no wrong. Do no wrong, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I he was like, right getting mad at me because he's perfect. Yeah. And he's like, now he's doubting himself. But oh, like, I, I feel like he's causing problems in the future because he should not, I feel like, have let Salom get away with speaking to him like that and not giving him a chance to, you know, like speak up. And him changing his mind about football, Kang being worried about Salom's debt. And then I'm like, the 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 sentence the this there's, there's two sentences in this scene that I feel like because now that we know that they go they like to repeat things back to each other after the whole mm-hmm. um graduate thing. Um mm-hmm. the when Salom says to him, How do you think I'd feel knowing that I'm the one crushing your dreams? And I'm like, Well, Kang threw these words back to him when he finds out about the fact that Salom's been recommended to study overseas, like what he should have been doing to study overseas. And then like he, might, he might fail his exams, Salom, this time because he spent so much, so much time uh, helping Kang and not focusing on himself. Maybe it could be that. Or as I said, it could just be, I feel like. Because we had those conversations, like uh, if at some point, you know, the student teacher or whatever mentions something about, you know, how Salom should have done this and then blah, 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 and Kang finds out about it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we get a revisit of those words. And then, of course, we also had the uh, my debts are my problems. My problems, yeah. And I just went, well, we have our answer then as to what his attitude is about that. So, like he's obviously going to. Yeah, later on when if the, um, what do you call it, the uh, escorting stuff and all that, when that all comes up again, it's going to be. Yeah, this, a, is, yeah, this a, is how I see it. Like he, he thinks it's his problem and he's not going to consider someone else's feelings regarding this because it's his thing. Like it, this, it uh, takes so much place in his life and in his thoughts and influences well, I mean, he thinks it's his well not only that but he thinks it's his responsibility to resolve it he's not going to put that on on anyone else on yeah. kang i mean he's basically just said to kang i'm not putting that on you like this is yeah. you know your your stuff is separate from my stuff which is you know uh, drama <laughs> and then all of the wind you know all the windmill stuff where they were like playing around and spinning and that stuff like so my Oh he my finally God, my... said that directly to to Salam. I was waiting for that, and my cheeks were were aching because I was smiling so big. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just sitting in my room at like eight a.m. in the morning, smiling like a lunatic. Then we got the <laughs> bit where Salom Salom waking him up for his scheduled um yeah. training, and I love I love how he's just like he's drawn all these windmills all over it, but I love how he's just like. Kang's like, well, I have to get up just for that. And he's like, oh, no, hang on. It didn't unfold. <laughs> it's like six metres long. <laughs> oh, I laughed so much. He's, he's like, very serious about it. Like he's yeah. dedicated to he's get dedicated to resolve all of Kang's problems. And it's he doesn't. It's funny how he doesn't see uh, that he's not letting Kang help him in a way like he's not going accepting that. And yeah. He doesn't see how this just doesn't, will not work. No, that's right. They need to help each other. But instead, in this respect, I mean, maybe his, maybe his, his like working off that whole, like, you know, um, he's trying to build Kang up so that, you know, he's self, somewhat self sufficient. And then once he has built himself, built, built Kang up, then they can be more reliant on each other. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, 
I mean, the I training. That's what's the, what that's his thought process. I really doubt it. I feel like I feel he like, just yeah, he's just he's all about Kang. Himself. What can I do for Kang? Yeah, and it's hilarious because Kang wants to be exactly the same way, and all of the things like and and, and from Kang's point of view, the things that he has to offer. Salon rejects so like his money his you know what I mean so like yeah uh this is where the drama you know it's funny because Kang is basically focused on making himself better and Salom is also focused on making Kang better no (laughs) one is focused on making Salom better right now I know right and I mean I think the problem is is because Salom is self-sufficient so he's just like he thinks he can deal himself and then Kang is so like blinded by his love he thinks that Kang is like uh, he thinks that Salom is perfect so yeah. he's not he's not he seeing thinks his judgment is uh, how do you say it infallible uh, infallible yeah 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 but he also he feels I think I also feel like he thinks because of the way he this easy like acceptance um of Salom's um you know, apology for like th- this misunderstanding between them and that. I feel like he also feels like Salom's um, judgment of him is warranted, and it's like, dude, you're not that yeah, bad. Like, like uh, deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, because, yeah. and then the training, the training while learning, I thought was brilliant. But like, you got Kang sleeping, and it's just like, oh. Uh, and I like the bit with the drink like getting him like you know like you have to earn the drink thing and then we like almost had the almost kiss and it's just like I'm like damn product placement because let's be honest if it wasn't for the product placement Kang Kang totally would have kissed Salom he's like there's no way he would have given up a drink I mean, so giving up a kiss for a drink. I justify that with the idea that maybe he was a bit pissed and um, tired and, like, tried to tease him or something because Salon looked totally ready for that kiss. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because they do, do, like, teasing each other. But I I really just think it was because of product placement. I feel like the character itself would have just been like, I feel like he would have, like, looked at the drink, grabbed it, but then also kissed him. I feel like that was a product placement thing. But well, I mean, we did get the cute little kiss on the cheek, the little sniff kiss, which I think and in then... their culture is like just as big as like a kiss kiss. It's because it's not a thing for us, I think. Like the sniff, I think they're cute, yeah, but we don't, homes. We don't homes. have the, yeah, we don't have the homes in our culture. So, um, but oh, oh, and him hurting his leg before the, the, yeah. before the trials. And Kang just... sulking when he wasn't giving him the encouragement that he wanted. He's like encouraged me like a boyfriend would, and he just patted him on the head. A lover. Oh, it's so funny. Like I love, I love how Kang's sulking and then like just being super cute. He's like little, like oh, oh, my leg hurts, and then giving him the like I love you sign. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they so cute with their cuddles? Like for real. Very natural. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Good chemistry. Oh no, I loved it. Okay. And so now we're up to part three. So let's, let's go on to that. <laughs> All right, I'll meet you back. Hey, yeah. Uh. Hey. <laughs> oh, why are the dum dums so cute now? I don't know, but I'm still so laughing. Cute. It's like I've been five minutes or something, and I'm still laughing about the end bit. Um. All right, part three and four. <laughs> but, yeah. As I said, still laughing. Nova at the is 
laughing so hard. Like, oh, just, well, oh my God. It's really funny because this part started with them flirting and ended with them flirting. Flirting, exactly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, got here, Nava and Guy flirting. <laughs> I was half sure they were going to make out in that bathroom as well. I seriously, I thought, don't tell me we we're going to get a proper, like a real full and proper kiss from them before we do get one from um, Kang and Salom. And I was just like, it's totally going to happen. And then it didn't. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the bathroom again. I know, right? Like, what is it with the bathroom? <laughs> I'm kind of glad they didn't kiss in the bathroom because that's like, that's that's Kang and Salom's special place. <laughs> but. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's like literally the only time that they're alone. I mean, they had that whole cute section in the bathroom too when they were drunk in the po- in the club. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you can say bathrooms are kind of their place too. <laughs> bathrooms are really a thing in this series. Yeah, it's so funny. But um, yeah, so we had them flirting, and then we had Kang struggling. Um, please let me try. He said, "Please let me try." Like he's asking for. Uh, Salom's permission, but Salom does this thing again, like, oh, like you know, how can I control you? It's basically the same thing that he said in episode, was it episode three or episode four when, oh, episode four when Kang asked, like, why didn't you put more pressure on me when you knew that um, your pay your our tutoring depends on me passing all the exams or not and Salam said something like yeah you wouldn't listen to me do do, do, like I have zero influence over you yeah over you yeah and this is what he did again here but Kang this time Kang basically gave him this thing like directly like please let me try Mm. yeah he basically said to he basically said to Salam like uh, this is this my entire <laughs> my entire being is under your control i need permission <laughs> oh and the spray is product placement i guess oh must be yeah because we're, we're seeing it again i love i love how he's like should i be thinking you your brother or grandma <laughs> <sighs> your brother I mean, or grandma and so if i was like me <laughs> Like yeah, me. that's right. They're so sweet. But I, while I was watching this, I was thinking, like, I mean, even though he sort of comes and plays better towards the end, which I will talk about in a minute, um, but in this first half of his, the training or whatever, the tryout, he did really, really badly. And so mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is probably why we find out later on that, you know, the father paid money or something to get him on the team because, like, probably even though he does start playing better later on, like, he probably would not have made this team unless they were like desperate and their coach had already like was, was basing it off of previous, you know, skill, like, and not what he actually mm-hmm. did in this training session. Um, he probably wouldn't have made they the did, team. They did take Navai into the team. <laughs> yeah, because they had to. <laughs> <laughs> but also, his dad basically doesn't really need to pay anyone for this. He can just ask for a favor. Is well true okay i mean yeah oh, it's not it's not i don't know that it i can't remember if it was mentioned money was mentioned i thought it was mentioned um was yeah i thought it, it was we'll see, yes. yeah um but i could be wrong but yeah you're right he has the influence enough to say um you know put him on the team sort of thing i mean look at look at that other teacher when the bullying was happening he was exactly. like you know try like in his own way trying to to bend over sort of thing um 
so and then of course, we had the dad. missing watch yeah and I was right it's so, it's so funny because like my notes changed here like so dramatically really quickly like I had written down here so I'm like Sophia might have changed but like but now he know. won't because you know like he's already being accused of something so he might as well just help himself and then we got the scene with grandma and the dad just, sucks like, I just I just wanted to say that it just sucks Oh yeah, his father's horrible. But yeah, and he's just someone like, like this and accusing someone and like yeah, like he, he already he, yeah, it's just, he and he knew he might have been hurt by so far, and that's really cruel. Yeah, if there's a possibility that he's not uh, a bad person or whatever. Yeah, that he did not do that. Yeah, and I love Grandma believing in him. Like I love that. I love that for him. It's just but- as you said. Remember, you were talking about how he did all those things because he did them for. He changed. He um, morally is let's say gray because he had to provide for Salam. He did not have the luxury of being morally right and perfect like Salam is trying to be. And I also so think probably... this is her asking, what would you do? Like, how do you care? How much do you care for Salam? This is her asking, uh, proving that she understands this, that she understands why he's like this. I think so too. And I feel like, I feel like also she's saying to him, I realize that you wouldn't jeopardize, jeopardize, je- jeopardize, I can't say the word, jeopardize, jeopardize. yeah, the Salam's position in their household by doing something wrong. Because even yeah. though if he does something wrong, even though Salom has not a, had a part in it, it will colour how they mm. treat him and things like that um, and how he would feel being still left in that household if, you know, they had to have his brother arrested or, like, whatever. And it's 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 interesting to go back to the bit where you were saying, like, he didn't have the luxury to be morally, you know, um, considerate, uh, let's call it, um, because he didn't. And also this scene, what this scene showed me, like her being kind to him and everything and his reaction to it showed me that, since their parents died or whatever, he has had it really, really hard. No one has been kind to him for, like, no reason. No, that scene actually made me, like, I was on the this road as well with you. Like, I feel sorry for him now and, you know, he did the Barcelona and blah, blah, blah. And then I had this note, like, oh, my God, what if something actually happens with her? And <gasps> oh, my God, I wrote changed. the same thing. I've gotten here. Wait, maybe I've written, oh, no, maybe something's really going to happen to Grandma because... I'm like, I feel like now, because in this scene, it makes it look like he would not do something bad as long as grandma is supporting him. Yeah. So if grandma, the only reason for grandma not to support him is if grandma's not there. Mm-hmm. So what if And what if happens? he gets blamed? Yeah. What about what people have said? Maybe some, maybe the people who, owe, who they owe money to find out they're there and come to the house and do something to grandma and he gets blamed for it. like they it's always like this like I don't know how it is in real life but in movies for example like even movies are based on real life like they never it's never enough they want they always want more like you give them what you owe them but they always want more and especially if they know that you have more uh, resources to give more and it's oh my god that would be so devastating because it feels like he's actually like learning something and like, oh, my God, he's getting so much in this moment. And if somebody Because I said this, I, I, I was on this road, but at the same time, in the end, when he asked for a hug, I was a bit 
suspicious because I feel like it's it's very hard for people who have these strong beliefs about certain types of people to act like this suddenly. I yeah, maybe, maybe. I I think I mean as well. It's like I think it's what I said to you the other days. Maybe he sees her differently because, like I said to you, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if to to like if we were to find out. Or I mean, they'll never tell us this, but like if her history is she wasn't born into money because she she sees the world differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she sees him. And maybe maybe that's the thing that's different, the fact that she sees him. But I get what you're saying. Like he has like huge prejudice against rich people. So for him to like do a complete 180 would be would be suspicious. But I don't know. I'm curious to know now if this really will change yeah. him. And that, and the thing that triggers the bad, and it may be as well that he doesn't. He's a villain story, do like original, origin villain, villain origin yeah, story. It may be that he doesn't even do anything bad, but the father just ultimately okay. accuses him of hurting her, and she's maybe she's not well enough or she's not alive enough to out to um be able to defend him, and so he can't defend himself because let's face it, the father does not trust him. Yeah. And so ultimately he gets blamed. But the thing is, is apparently there's CCTV. So that could be be easily be disproven. But like maybe he does do something. If something happens to grandma or if grandma's opinion changes of him for some reason and it becomes like he gets angry because, you know, he becomes Mm -hmm. disillusioned by it again. I don't know. I Yeah, he, he definitely in this episode, I did like a complete like roundabout on my feelings to him emotionally yeah. and now I'm mm-hmm. like and now after talking to you about it, I'm like now I'm not now I'm confused I'm like I literally wrote on here I'm so yeah, confused, confused. By him. Yeah. yeah but also if he is not to blame and he gets to re- gets arrested and Salom needs money to help him and then he is not able to ask for if Salom what if Salom actually thinks that he did something wrong but he still wants to help him and he cannot ask for money from Kang or help yeah. besides the fact you know he think it's, thinks it's his uh, problem yeah well I mean the what other thing is as well things. is if something yeah. bad does happen and the father's like it was totally him or whatever and we get the whole escort thing we get the whole drama with him and Kang and all the rest of it and what about what if it's like a, a case of Kang like going and looking at the the like eventually remembering that they have cctv apparently and being the one that like proves he didn't do anything wrong or whatever that could be interesting too i don't know i'm just like oh my god <laughs> and then, i feel like the cctvs will be someone will fuck with them so yeah. they will be available when they are actually needed yeah and then <laughs> of course we had uh kang struggling again on the football pitch like playing a game being all sore and you know, and then Salon being like, you can do it. And suddenly he's healed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like suddenly. magic. The wind has magically healed the windmill. And I was just like, I literally have a bunch of, a bunch of like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> because I'm just, I just like. So much. I just, I had so much. I was like, yeah, okay. This is, this just fits them. Really it fits does. them. Most, the most notes I had about the surprisingly many notes about the Nava and Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, they're going to make out. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the bit with the, just before we get to that, 
the bit with um uh Salom and Kang, I mean, as I said, it, it doesn't fit them because if you think about like you know, if you feel like shit already anyway, like if you're someone who doubts yourself and then you hurt yourself or you you know, there's some sort of like, you know, you're trying to do something and then suddenly there is a roadblock in front of you. You're you became you become more defeated and less, you know, like enthusiastic and just everything because you already have that mindset of like, I suck and I can't do this. So everything becomes harder, everything hurts more, everything you're more tired, you're like you sleep for twelve hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> you forget to get up and watch the episode of dangerous romance you know like there's all these things that happen and so like it kind of fits anyway because like yeah his his leg hurts or whatever but he kind of has that defeatist you know i suck um attitude and so when salom's like you can do it he's like yeah i can Mm-hmm. And suddenly it doesn't hurt can, so much. He can be, he can be, he cannot be wrong. Like, yeah, he can right. do wrong. I can totally do so this. Oh, my leg is broken, but I'm the best footballer player ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, and then Let's of course. Let's go the last one. Oh, okay. Oh, no, sorry, what were you going to say? I just, I thought that was it. I was going to. Yeah. Oh, just, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was going to say, oh, my God, the fight. I was just like, the countdown. <laughs> oh, my God. point, whatever. <laughs> and when he like, actually said the number now. two, when he said the number two, his voice broke. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, how can I avoid this? <laughs> Yeah, and then when he says, like, how can I float my way out of this? Yeah, the friends coming in and being like, you guys are on the same team now. I like to, like, just, okay, now that we've averted that crisis, should we go get some food? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Like, they're hilarious as well. I love how Max and Otto are not just hanging out together. (laughs) He's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Let's go here. Um, And then, uh, yeah. I feel like they're so over the drama between these two guys. Between these two, yeah. Um, they're just like, just kiss already. Um, and (laughs) uh, I'm actually surprised that hasn't been a suggestion from Otto because I still feel like Otto is just like basically shipping everybody at this point. And then the bit where he's like, uh, that's good because I don't want to fight you anymore, I want to do something else. And they did the like whistling noise, (laughs) you know, like how in K BLs they use the sound effects, like when someone's horny, they play the horse neighing and all this sort of stuff. And I've always thought that was super lame and it's always really bothered me. They did like the kind of like whistle noise and I just about died laughing. I was just like, okay, well, that was hilariously funny and like totally fit this moment. <laughs> Seriously, they're so fun. I, I love them. I want more of them. I like, I can the series just last like 20 episodes and have include more stuff. I know, right? Well, because the other thing is as well that I thought was going to happen in this scene, especially when, like, he, um, when Nava was going to the toilet to farm, because, of course, they're going to fight in the toilet again. Um, But when Mm -hmm. he was going and and Max was just like, are you still really going to do this? You didn't make the team, blah, blah, blah. And um, Guy looked so serious, but kind of like, not serious, like, not sad, but kind of like, 
I don't know. He just seemed really serious. And so I was half expecting him to like try and console Nava about not making the team. Like I was like, this is not going to be the moment that Nava's expecting because he's going to be all like, I'm sorry you didn't make the team. And then of course that didn't happen, but instead it was just as funny. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny how they're like fighting, but this, at the same time they're so concerned about each other. Like, oh, we're going to fight, but please take care of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know, right? It's so, and it's just, it's all just so flirty. But like when he started the countdown, he's like three, two, two point six, <laughs> and the others coming in. It's like they're like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Part four. That's give me a from- give me a reward. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Now you have a habit to ask for rewards. I'm like, yeah, you created this approval-seeking monster. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, yeah, that's right. You totally did this all on your own. I love how he's like, if it's not dirty, I might consider it. I'm just like, I feel like it's going to be like 25% dirty. <laughs> and then not King, not Kang like stripping him. <laughs> and him being like, you said it wasn't dirty. <laughs> Uh, and like he wants his scent and I was just like 100% he's a weirdo <laughs> I love just, it so much it just broke my heart with I'm not just a spoiled kid, rich kid anymore right and then yeah the I wrote, oh damn and I'm like he's crying I'm like and then I, I literally wrote in brackets I hate his dad because I knew it was coming <laughs> my, net, my note says I hate the dad really I do <laughs> Yeah, and then we got the dad scene with um, Sapphire, and I was just like, I hate his dad again. Um, yeah. I don't trust him, like, at all. Him giving him that watch, I'm just like, what if he lies and says he stole it? humiliating Sorry? to me. That, was, that looked humiliating and condescending to me, giving yeah. him the watch. What the fuck? Why are you giving him the watch? Like, it's your watch, first yeah. of all using it it's not even a new watch you can give us a gift and then after accusing him of trying to steal the watch and firing someone who took the watch now you're giving his this to him this is very very like it's so wrong I was just like and I was also suspicious because I'm like I don't trust him like I would not put it past him like if something does happen later on and he'd be like oh he and and he stole this watch like I feel like he Mm -hmm. would like use it as extra evidence against him or something. I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't like him. I don't like him. He made then... him feel cheap, and yeah. like that—that that was his uh, asking for forgiveness. Made making Sofa feel cheap. Yeah, nice job. I know, right? And then we go to the school, and Kang is so excited. And then they see the father's car, and he's still excited because he thinks for once his father is there for him. What a fucking joke that was! He just couldn't let him have it. He couldn't let him be happy. Like, no, what the fuck did like? And you know what? For a second, I thought, well, maybe it's a misunderstanding because, like, maybe. You know, it, uh, he's totally the kind, like, you know, that rich kind of person thing is totally the kind of person who would be like, oh, my son's on the team now. Here's a donation so he can be playing with better equipment or, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, it's, like, it's, once again, it's all about, like, uh, um, you know. Um, I took it as maybe he got on the team 
uh, maybe it wasn't his father's doing that he got on the team, but him saying like, please take care of my son like mm. that. That yeah. is not okay. Yeah, that's not good. So I, at first I thought I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I don't know why because, honestly, like he's given us mm-hmm. no reason to give him the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. But are, are we interesting to see if we do, if he has a convert, like a if um, Kang actually has a, you know, heart-to-heart conversation, say, with the coach or something, which I doubt it because we've not really seen the coach as a character or anything at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, a conversation where he's actually told that, no, no, I chose you because, you know, you're a good player or, you're you're or, or something you're like that yeah maybe yeah. guy will say to, i mean like i i'm sure exactly. guy wouldn't have said to him like try out for the team if he thought he was shit and it was a waste of time like guy is not that kind of person yeah we, we have give, have been giving the dad the ben- benefit of the doubt for a while now but him yeah. saying a kid like you can't accomplish anything oh my god i hate him so much awful, and then like, came crying i'm so glad though that he's he expressed himself to his father finally and said and like, like how, how are you like this why can't what you is the anything? reason why does he hate his kid so much like what the fuck happened i don't know like, this is not normal at all like he has a grudge or something something happened i want to know Maybe i want to know how his mom died her. i exactly. really want to know how his mom died because i kind of feel like his father blames him and that yeah, doesn't really make sense because, like, a lot of the time when parents, like, one parent blames the other parent, like, the other the child for, like, their death or whatever. It's like, you know, the, the kid, the kid, you know, the wife died during childbirth or, you know, like, something stupid like mm-hmm. that. But, like, he was clearly a kid when his mum died. So, I don't know, maybe something happened. Maybe she was going to pick him up from school or, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It seems really weird. He is not a fan of his son. Like, and it's yeah. just, he, you know, he's not a bad kid like you know he you know up until like the bullying shit he was not a bad kid and it's like his father hitting me oh my god I hate him even more for that but yeah he basically his Salom I mean Kang's feeling of being worthless this whole attitude that he has about himself is based not even on his father not having expectations but on his intuition that his father actually does consider him worthless yeah well, I mean, we've seen that. We now, we now actually know he directly that. Directly, just to him. fucking yeah. said it to him. Oh my directly, god, I could not believe it. Just... And I mean, yeah. then the flashbacks that we had. Now, this was a good use of flashbacks. The flashbacks yeah. of him realizing that he was acting like his father and stuff in the beginning with Salom. The fact that he was like, it wasn't just flashbacks of him and his dad, but rather the way he was talking to Salom and the way he spoke to Salom. And also, we got the whole like flashback of like him basically talking about like being able to buy anything and that and this is so gonna it is so Casanovas is North Face it is so going to come back and bite him in the butt later on like that fact that they showed that again as well you know we we I was talking on Tumblr and even in the last podcast about how I'd said to I replied to Kester North Face on um Tumblr about you know, would that come back to bite him in the butt later on sort of thing? And I'm, I'm like, definitely feeling like it's going to come up again because they, they have in this episode reused a lot of lines or given us a lot of lines that definitely can yeah. be, like, reused and reused and re- <laughs> reused. Wow, I can't English. <laughs> I used to despise it, but I'm starting to like it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that sort of stuff. But, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I hate his dad so much. Kang, and this bit, this is what I meant, like, by the Kang saying, I have nothing left, and then Salom saying, you have me. That's, like, a direct quotes from later on. Um, yeah. 
where Salom says, I have nothing left, and Kang says, you have me. Like, that's, yeah. So, and and I actually kind of love that because you could say, like, I I saw some, I saw a post, and I wish I had saved it because I kind of wanted to rant about this person. Um, (laughs) But they said, like, it's lazy writing. And I'm like, (laughs) so not lazy writing because they're using it in the right way. Like, and not only that, what they're showing us by by them doing this is that they pay attention. They listen to each other. When one person speaks, they're actually, like, paying attention. Whereas, like, so often when we're in relationships, we hear about, like, 50% 50% of what our partner is saying because the rest of the time we're busy or we're like whatever or you know we don't or we just flat out don't care what they're saying or we don't agree or whatever so we don't retain any of it like they are ret- they are listening and they're retaining to the important moments in each other's lives and that's really really kind of cool so but yeah Kang when he said you have me the way Kang like instantly calmed and his whole, I'll go with you, but and and he says, but my father might kick you out. And he says, I don't care about that. So like, but basically, he's, he's... he was feeling worthless. He was feeling guilty for the way he was before. And what he thought in that moment was that, or the idea that his father, his father tried to force on him, is that he means nothing without his father's money. Yeah, and he's like, I don't basically, care about found, any of that. Like, yeah. yeah, and Salam basically says he chooses Kang instead of Kang's money. Yeah, he's only there for Kang. So, and it's funny because we talked about the, you know, the comment in the original trailer where he says, um, whatever he says to him, where he says something like, um, I was only here for the money or something. And oh, I just, yeah. I literally have written in brackets, oh my God, the money comment from the original trailer. If he really wants to hurt Kang at any point in time, that would do it now because I've had this conversation, that would literally yeah. do it. I feel like he would later on be able to go, Salam's not like, like really, like, you know, and eventually he would, once he was, the hurt went away and all the anger or whatever from the response from yeah. that, he would, he would like intellectually be able to go, oh, well, Kang's, uh, Salam's not actually like that and like yeah. work it out on his own. But initially like the hurt from that, because like he wants yeah, it, it not to be about that. If the emotions are high, if they want to hurt each other, that, that would be a really uh, effective thing to say to Kang to make him feel worse and yeah. to hurt him and to push him away. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like, oh, my God, Perth's acting in this. Wow. I mean, both of them really, but Perth is, like, 10 out of 10, like, for real. I agree. So, yeah. And then we had this weird little add-on scene, which I was just like, wait, what? I feel like this scene belongs to episode 7, not episode 8. Because him going like, do you yeah, like, me? like why, why is it there? Yeah, do you like <laughs> me? Like, I'm like, does he like you? Like, they're already like, you're already in a relationship. I felt it was a bit strange to tack that on there, but I'm just going to assume it belongs to episode seven. Um, but I love how Kang, once again, we, we get to see how Kang loves showing things to Salom, like loves teaching him just as much as he loves learning from him. So I, I loved that as well. Then we got the preview and I was just like, kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> Oh yeah, I clearly have a one-track mind, but I'm just like I actually was super excited because it also looks like it's um, Salom who's going to kiss him, and I was like, oh, I, I'm yes, going to live I love for that. this. I want that. Yes. I was I was going to say that I want to see Salom take um, charge in yeah, this. Take I want to yeah, because Kang, yeah. Kang is so we already know Kang is like so down, <laughs> and he's like. I feel like he's a horny little bugger too. So like he's just so down for it. He's like, and so he's he has initiated 
yeah it's just waiting for the bright moment yeah so I'm like totally I'm totally excited about a salon initiated kiss I literally yeah. got kiss 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 yeah, like I, was I was thinking I was thinking about it I was thinking because they have um they put so much they created so much suspense regarding this and with the first kisses and everything and I was like thinking what would be a good kiss between them what would be a good first kiss and mm. my in my imagination it would be salom initiating it mm. um, and i feel as well if salom initiates it we've, we've come full circle as well because of the fir- the very first kiss even though it was like a wrong kiss it was from salom as well and we now know that there were feelings there too so i'm like i feel like it brings it full circle so um, and it, because of, obviously it means something now too, but yeah. So the trailer, we had the whole no money comment, which we saw in uh, the main preview, I think, like about, and once again, he, he says, you know, I like you. And once again, bringing that up means that the potential comment in the future about the, the money thing may actually happen because it's being, it's being, it's being brought up again. So but yeah, and I love, I, like, I feel like it's funny because we talked about that this was probably the last episode where they were going to be like happy in their little bubble. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's actually going to be next episode. Um, and then mm-hmm. after that, the shit's going to hit the fan. Because <laughs> after episode nine, there's only going to be, what, 10, 11, 12. I'm like, how is there only four episodes left? No. No. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm in denial. <laughs> I don't know what numbers are, what is for. Yeah, what is for. But yeah, they they seriously, this is definitely one of those dramas where like they clearly could have done a couple extra episodes. I mean, give us a couple extra episodes so we can have a good um Maybe we'll have, like my sky or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like a special episode or something. They totally could do that with mm-hmm. this for sure. Um But maybe not because this is such a self-sufficient story. I feel like m- maybe it would hurt hurt the story if they add something yeah. to it. As I don't know. They don't, it yeah. doesn't end yet, but I feel like I feel like the creators might have. If they do a good job, they finish the story neatly, and we, we don't yeah. need something That's additional. Right. If, it's not, if it's not rushed or like whatever, it should be okay. But I mean, I I just I'm I'm still I'm like we're episode eight. We have four episodes left as well. I would have thought the secondary couple would have hooked up by now too. And so I'm like, and that didn't happen. So uh, maybe next episode. Maybe that's good. Yeah, maybe next episode because we're going to jump from Gang and Salon being doing whatever they do to these two guys, I think. Maybe they'll wait until maybe they'll wait until after like Kang and Salom are like having drama because that will add some like you know lightness lightness to the episodes yeah maybe and also it makes it more complicated doesn't it like if you if you if your friends are dating and then like you hook up and then like they're having drama and you're like oh well we can't tell everyone we're dating now because that would be super awkward <laughs> like yeah. it could be that sort of thing as well so but we'll see i really do hope that they don't have drama like i feel like i hope that their drama is with other people but i can see that yeah it's the, the possibility is definitely there this I'm I'm gonna enjoy watching this episode again, except for the bits with the father, because I just want to stab him. I yeah, I cannot like is he the villain of the story? Like I can't 
I don't know. I like, can just... see is he going to change somehow? What what will happen for him to change? Because if if the grandma if something happens to the grandma, I really don't see him changing for the better. No, I can't either. And I can't no. see him changing better, like for the better anyway. Like I feel like it's one of those things, you know, I was watching a K drama and there was this villainous character all the way through. And then at the end they like tried like a redemption arc for them. And I just didn't buy it. Like, you know, I was <clears throat> at the end, at the very end, I was kind of okay with it, but I like, I actually had zero fucks to give. Like I did not care like about this person whatsoever. I'm not really sure what their intention was, but I just mm-hmm. did not care. And I feel like if they try and redemption arc him, I'm really not going to buy it. And I'm just going to be like, no, set fire to him, please. Um, I, I really, it, like, I really can't see where the story is going, to be honest, with the father. Yeah, not with me neither. It's going to be like, I, I don't feel, I don't, I don't know if I'll feel satisfied if we find out what the story with the mom is and, like, can that whatever happened there justify the way he treats I don't his think son? So. I honestly don't think so. Because how do you and blame a kid? Hates. Do you know what I mean? How do you blame an innocent child? And let's face yeah. it, like, even, even if it's something stupid, like she was going to pick him up from school or, like, they were in a car accident together and he survived and she didn't, or, you know, because like, that seems to be, a, like, a common a story arc in mm-hmm. these sorts of shows where, you know, mm-hmm. that's why the, the father has a problem or whatever. Um, it, it, like, that, how is that, like, a legitimate reason to treat your child like this? Like, it's not. And, like, if you truly loved that person, like, if that person meant enough to you that like they left for whatever reason like you know died or whatever like isn't wouldn't you want to do everything you could to like she loved her son it's very clear in the in the scenes and that we've got I mean like it's you know obviously it's very brief but like obviously she loved her son right so not only did she love this person that you're being horrible to but she he's also part of her like she, he, he's like the living embodiment of like her. Now, why wouldn't you do everything you could to make that person happy? Um, I, I do not understand. So, how can the story end with, with, in regards to him? Like, will he die or something? What will happen? I don't know. Like, honestly, I feel like in terms of like, if someone has to get murdered or something, best case scenario that is that it's the father. Except that then leaves Kang with unresolved issues. Although at least he has expressed his frustrations of his father, but he he has he you know like he can't resolve them. So I don't know. But I'd rather it was him than mm-hmm. Grandma. That's just like where I'm putting it. <laughs> But she's too good. Like she's too good to survive. Like at this point, I, know, I feel like right. she's just like I'm. Like stop muttering, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to stay. <laughs> I want her to stay. They need her. I feel like if they did something to the father and Grandma was alive, I feel like Ken could get to the place where he's like, uh, I'm okay. I've got my Grandma. Like my yeah. Grandma, my Grandma and Salom. They're both here for me. I'm okay. I don't need anything else. I feel like we will have more to say. I will have more to say about the flashbacks that he had when um during after his dad told him or yeah, hit him. I, I definitely need to rewatch this, this scene again. Yeah. But, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked it's... that the father slapped him. And I was just like I couldn't I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that the father slapped him actually, considering how like um all about image he is you know like him saying to him let's not talk about this now is like yeah. his way of not making a scene in public and then he goes ahead and like just slaps him what we need now is like a, a reporter who like who, who recorded it and like puts it all over the television 
I'm like, instant karma, baby. <laughs> well, that was fun. At least for us it was. If you made it to the end, I'm not sure if we should apologize or congratulate you. But thanks again for spending your time with us. Please check out our Twitter and Tumblr at CriticallyOBS for all future posting schedules. Bye for now. I'm Mirella. And I'm Zoe and we'll see you next time. Thank you.